2: It is Tuesday here on this program, and you know what that means. Last night, Monday Night Raw. What'd you think of the Raw show? Remember last week when I said, man, you know, if you're hoping for a Raw burial, you're not going to get it. I thought the show was pretty good. Well, fear not, we're back. What a bad show last night. There were a couple of of diamonds in the rough, but it was a three-hour show, and a lot of it was very rough. We're a week and a half away from the Crown Jewel show, so they 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 did a bunch of stuff, so we'll tell you about that here today on the program. We got the raw report. We've also got the ticket sale update, and it has been a bad week attendance wise for both w w e and it's looking to be a bad week attendance wise for a e w but they may announce something and sell some tickets we'll we'll find out soon enough, but I've got the update for you on all of those. We have an update on Tony Khan and Bray Wyatt. I've been telling you about Bray Wyatt for a long time now. Do not expect the former Bray Wyatt to be going to AEW. And Tony Khan updated the situation on an appearance. W fans Moose and Maggie today, so we'll tell you what he said. We've also got an update on the SmackDown versus Rampage war coming up on Friday night. We got the SmackDown numbers, which were down We got the Rampage numbers, which were way down, and we've got notes on New Japan Strong, which was the best show of the week this past week, Ring of Honor Final Battle, and a lot more. So if you'd like to contact us here today, you'll have that opportunity at 425-780-7566. That is the text message line, 425-780-7566. Perhaps we will take phone calls after a while, perhaps not. 425 780 Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. Add to Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Yes, Mike Sempervivi joins us after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
3: got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time. So why waste it at the post office? Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. No special equipment required. Whether you're in office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. You'll even get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. And their new rate advisor tool lets you compare shipping rates across carriers so you always find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and when you go to Stamps.com and use offer code FOCUS, you'll receive a four-week free trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter code FOCUS. That's Stamps.com promo code FOCUS. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again.
4: Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours. Any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy, Buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition
5: now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760. 800-306-1760. 800-306-1760. That's 800-306-1760. 485 6003, 800 485 6003. That's 800 485 6003.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Back in the show, Brian is here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I think all of the admins in the Twitch chat know, short leash, do not be a gimmick on the Twitch chat, or you will be history for the for the enjoyment of everyone else in the Twitch chat there. we got a lot to talk about here today. Mike Sempervivi is back. Before I get into all the news, Mike, any uh, quick comments on the GCW Weekend?
6: Comment first on the fact that uh I have no voice, as you can still hear. It was a uh it was a good weekend. You know? When you're gonna go outside, you go all the way outside and that's what we did. It was a wonderful weekend and maybe we can get to more of that, but I'm actually curious to as why there's an echo in my uh in my headset here. I may have to reconnect.
2: Well, why don't you uh reconnect then and try maybe the other channel? I don't know what is I don't know what you've done here today, Mike. but, let's get into the news for today since it is a it is a talking point on the chat here. We'll talk about Bray Wyatt. I told you guys a long time ago I don't think bray Wyatt's going to to a w I've talked to people about Bray, and the impression that I was given was. Uh, not a lot of interest, and obviously he's going to be asking for a lot of money. Does that mean that uh, that Bray Wyatt is never going to go to AW? Of course not. Perhaps he'll go someday. There's all sorts of things that can happen in negotiations. But I talked about this a long time ago, and Tony Khan today on Moose and Maggie noted, he's a great wrestler, and i got to be honest, we haven't really talked at all. I've known him in personal life. I've gotten to spend a little bit of time with him. But as far as that, we have not talked. I saw a lot of rumors, but that's not something anybody's really talked about. But I think, you know, you never know. So that is the update on on Bray Wyatt. We'll see what happens. But I do not think that you're going to see him in AEW anytime soon. As noted, things can change. But that is the update there. As of today, from Tony Khan. You back now?
6: Yeah, and I'm still getting you double in my earphones, but I, I can live through this. I'll, I'll survive
2: somehow. There's always, there's always something with you, Simpy. Always. I don't know why. It's coming back through your side. Uh, no, it's only in your headphones, my friend. We only hear one of you. I only hear one of you. That means that there's something going on over there. Uh, but such is life. I also hear a, a uh, mm. your headphones are pumped up. But anyway, tell us about GCW
6: very quickly. Hey, GCW was awesome. Uh, I'm not sure uh, uh, if you talked about it with David all over the weekend or anything like that. I'm, I'm sure you probably didn't see the show, but... It was a wild time at the showboat in Atlantic City. It was, uh, two days. The main event on Sunday, Joey Janella and Minoru Suzuki. And the main event on Saturday, of course, was John Moxley and Nick Gage for the, uh, GCW championship, which John Moxley retained a, just a a wild show. McFoley introduced the, the match, uh, which came right after Brett Lauderdale announced that they were going to be running the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York. So that is a big deal. They had a top level video package to introduce that. So they are continuing to make moves. You know, I, I still believe right now they are, even though they don't have TV as far as fans go and as far as indies go and, and groups that are not AEW and WWE. They have the best combination of everything right now. And it was just a it was a great weekend. One of the understated stories, you know, nationally coming out of this was actually from the Jersey Championship Wrestling Show, which took place on Saturday afternoon uh before the big show that with Everett Connors and Charlie Evans. And long story short, there, they I guess have been online dating for a while, and they have been trying to get Charlie Evans into the country. She's been wrestling in England. And she, they worked out a deal somehow, some way. Phone calls were made and moves were made where she, they were able to get her to come to the country, and uh, they got her, I guess, from England to France or wherever it was, and they flew her over or however that worked, and. They surprised Connors a couple days before, because obviously he knew that she was trying to to get over here, but did not know she was coming. So that was a really cool personal story for them that they played into the Jersey Championship Wrestling Show where she came out and helped them. So it, just a, a really cool story. And it was a nice way to kick off the two nights where, you know, this is a company that's making moves with with the Briscoes coming in to wrestle Matthew Justice and Mance Warner and you know, it's uh, there's a spot for a third promotion. There's always a spot for a third promotion, and people are going to compare this a lot to, obviously, WWE or WWF, WCW, and ECW. But, you know, it's like in Japan. New Japan and NOAA and dragon gate were all humming you know at the same time new japan a little less so but they were still a a safe company there's always a space for three and gcw watching some of the talent that was there that is going to go on to bigger and better things down the line but there are also people like the second gear crew your effies your aj grays your mance warners your, your guys like that that they may never fit in a top two promotion but there's always going to be there should always be a spot to feature guys like that and feature people on the come up and people on the come down and they put on a hell of a show again zach Ryder and and his whole deal it, it is playing a major heel there is uh is great so it's it was a very very good weekend for them and personally as you can still
2: tell by my voice for me well, we can talk more about that after a while. But a couple of news notes here: the ticket sales for WWE and AEW have been very poor over the past week. The SmackDown show in San Jose that Dave went to, uh, I think they they distributed uh, somewhere around five thousand tickets, but the number of people that were actually in the building was below that. Raw on Monday they distributed thirty nine ninety five. And there were less than that in the building. That's for a Monday night RAW. We're not talking about a house show, so that is the least attended RAW since they returned to the road. This all if you Receptics.
6: told me if you told me there were that many people standing in that showboat. God knows what they were actually supposed to be there for, but for Moxley, it may have actually done almost as much as RAW. Yeah,
2: thirty nine ninety five for RAW. AW on Friday and Saturday is looking. I don't know if dismal is the right word. Actually, Dynamite is doing okay based on the setup. Uh Rampage, however, 1700 tickets out of 3080 that are available. Dynamite is at 2400 out of 3000. So my guess is that Dynamite eh, may sell out. Uh, Rampage, I'm not sure. They're they got a long way to go. They got 1300 tickets remaining for the show on Saturday night. These both from the James L. Knight Center in Miami. SmackDown on Friday in Ontario, California is doing well. Uh, 72.05 at this point. They have less than 500 tickets remaining. And the Raw show on Monday in Sacramento, it's like San Jose and San Francisco did it poor, but Sacramento is doing well sixty five sixty nine distributed for the California-Sacramento show coming up on Monday. So that's the update on ticket sales there. As everybody is well aware, the Friday night head-to-head battle, there is more. AW is going to be doing a buy-in pre-show for Rampage on Friday. And this will be on their YouTube channel at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern. It is going to be Brian Danielson versus TBA and Bobby Fish versus Lee Moriarty. And then for the actual Rampage show, coming up an hour later, uh, this will be going head to head. So the buy in on YouTube goes head to head with the second hour of SmackDown. The Rampage show will go head to head with the final half hour, commercial free, by the way, of SmackDown. We have CM Punk versus Matt Seidel, Ruby Soho versus The Bunny, and Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Jake Hager versus Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, and Junior Dos Santos with Jorge Masvidal and Dan Lambert in the corner. So that's the lineup for Rampage on Friday night. It will be a very interesting head to head battle. And at this point, given what I presume they're going to put on that first. Uh, that last half hour of SmackDown, commercial-free. It's going to be rough for Rampage to beat SmackDown in viewership or 18 to 49. But it could happen. We'll see on Friday. Back in a moment. Observer Live.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Also, not great this week were a lot of ratings. Rampage was slaughtered, SmackDown was down. Raw, I expect to be slaughtered, but we'll find out here in about uh, 35 minutes here. SmackDown, 2.147 million viewers, down 4.7%. Second lowest audience is August 20th. At 18-49, fell 16% to an 0.52. Tied for top spot among network programming, but trailed four sporting events on cable. If you want to know how well these sporting events are doing, when a cable show is beating a network show, those are some big numbers. Three MLB playoff games on TBS and FS1. College football game on ESPN topped all of television in the key demo. SmackDown finished first among the 18-34 demo, In terms of total viewers, SmackDown 7th out of 8 shows. So at least it did not finish dead last in viewership this week. Rampage, 502,000 viewers. Now, obviously, MLB playoff competition... The NL Divisional Playoffs on TBS, 4 million viewers. The AL Playoffs on FS1, 2.6 million viewers. Portions of each game aired opposite Rampage, along with a college football game on ESPN that that averaged 1.1 million viewers. And obviously that did take a hit on Rampage, but this Rampage number was way down. As noted, SmackDown was down 4.7% in uh viewership and 16% in the demo AW meanwhile was down 19% in viewership and 32% in 18 to 49 18 to 49 the show was 15th on cable with a 0.17 that is a huge drop off and it's one day so obviously you shouldn't freak out over one day. But we'll see what happens on Friday night because that is... I mean, if they do a .15 this coming Friday, they're not coming close to SmackDown on FS1. Now, granted, I don't think they're going to do a .15, but I'm not sure what they're going to do. .17, I'm sorry. Uh, but still, if they do a .17, I don't think they're being SmackDown on FS1. SmackDown on FS1, the last few years... Uh, Ranged anywhere from like a 0.20, 0.25, 0.27. So uh, I don't expect that Rampage on Friday will do a 0.17. But that was a huge drop. And some of it can be attributed to the sports competition, but I'm not sure you can say all of it because the decline was was massive. So those are the numbers, and we'll get the raw ratings here in 32 minutes. Hopefully they'll be up on my... Twitter. But I don't think that show's doing well. Because it had strong competition and it sucked. God, that Raw show was bad. I'll save that for the final segment.
6: Kind of surprised they're going gimmick for gimmick on on Friday with uh with what SmackDown's doing, but then again, you're also trying to compete with sports and with Major League Baseball, which has been a monster, and college football, which can be a monster depending on who's playing and in what region that they're in and everything. So, it'll be interesting. Bobby Fish and Lee Moriarty is one of those matches that, you know, as far as a showcase of something you can't get in WWE or that you get very rarely, they're going to put on, I'm sure, a clinic, uh, an absolute clinic in there as far as the wrestling goes. Be interesting to see who they put in there with Brian Danielson. Do you give them hook? You know, is that what you do? I mean, No. You... That would be madness. <laughs> I know Are you I wouldn't me? Well, so I well, look. The real madness are people saying, "Will it be CM Punk?" No, it's not going to be CM Punk. He's already he's already wrestling number one. And no, why would you waste any big big match like that? You want something intriguing. You want something cool, but you want it to be a showcase for Brian Danielson, which I'm absolutely sure it's going to be. Maybe it can be Nakazawa. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure it'll play into what he's been doing with Kenny Omega. So. That'll kick off Rampage, and then, you know, they can battle back and forth here. I think SmackDown's going to get the win regardless because of the way that AEW... Again, AEW is far more susceptible, especially in their 18-34s to on people going out, people having plans, people doing other things, people being fine with the DVR, whatever it's going to be, so I... We'll see how it goes, but I think SmackDown's going to get the win, but I think both of them are going to get slapped around a little bit by what's happening in sports. The best
2: show of the week last week, New Japan Strong. The first night of Autumn Attack, it was awesome. And the second night of Autumn Attack will be this coming Saturday night, 8 Eastern, New Japan Strong on njpwworld.com. And this is the lineup. Will Ospreay versus Carl Fredericks. Juice Robinson, Leo Rush, Clark Connors, and TJP versus Taiji Ishimori, Fantasmo, Hikileo, and Chris Bay. Taguchi and Rocky Romero versus Jarell Nelson and Royce Isaacs. And Chris Dickinson versus Alex Coughlin. This show sounds awesome.
6: Yeah, it does. (laughs) Yeah, it does. New Japan Strong might be the best TV show. I mean, look, it might be the best TV show, period and you know dickinson set something up with minora suzuki on on sunday to hype up what's going to be taking place over there at the tapings this weekend and man if you just love good hard hitting pro wrestling with good you know good characters too and seeing guys on the come up because again Coglin and these guys they are going to be major parts of new japan's future going forward and there are guys like dickinson who are tailor-made for New Japan who haven't got the ability to go over there and be in Japan yet, and they are doing everything they can right now to impress into, or not Ibushi, uh, but Shibata, and to really earn their place. That show is competitive, great, fun wrestling every single
2: week. It kicks ass. Bro, I, I've seen so much stupidity today that I almost had a mod on Twitter banned because <laughs> he made an obviously sarcastic comment that I didn't think was being sarcastic because I've seen so many stupid things today. Twitch. Golly. <laughs> Holy smokes.
6: Oh, man. I mean, this is this is a nice setup for you, what's going to be coming later on with all the uh, comments of the raw rating.
2: Yeah, I don't even read that stuff. <laughs> I don't even look at it. There's something weird about I mean, it's not weird, but so my timeline when I go through my timeline, for some reason, let's say that I post the raw ratings, okay? Maybe maybe some of you technologically uh, uh, advanced folks can explain uh, explain this to me. So if I post a raw rating, I'm going to get like 500 comments, okay? And and I, I if I click the thing, then it lists all 500 of them going down, right? But I have to go yeah. out of my way to click that to see all 500, okay? True. Which I don't do. But for some reason... Twitter decides that out of the 500 maybe a dozen it's just gonna throw into my my uh, whatever I, I click on here and it's like totally random which ones which ones go up there I mean is it what what's the algorithm here is it is it if, it, if, if someone's comment gets like a whole bunch of likes does it bump into my whatever you would call the thing there's a, there's a there's a bell with a blue dot on it when I click that it, it shows me all of my notifications. But it selectively chooses which of the 500 raw comments end up going there. So some of them I can't help but see. I don't know why. Well, is it
6: related maybe to somebody that, let's say, you know, I follow the comments on you? It might pop up quicker than just some rando with no followers that that responds or something like that. Or is it all just a random jumble that you seem to be getting? Do you see? Well, seem it's to- just
2: random which one shows up. This person here says. Twitter usually, well, not push it, uh, must be like-oriented because of the impressions and engagements. It's not always that, because sometimes there's a response and it's like, one of the eggs with two followers. You ever seen those eggs with two followers and they write a bunch of stupid stuff on Twitter? And then you're like, okay, so so clearly, you know, somebody made a burner account because they wanted to come on and, and make fun of, you know, paid by AW or whatever. But then the funniest thing is they have two followers, it's like, yeah. what two people followed this egg?
6: Yeah, but usually in a situation like that, because, Who followed that egg? Well, I've been, uh, you know, one, Dave may have responded to them, so you never know. But also, when you click on things like that, usually it's like a sex bot or something like that, where it's just like, you know, candy... You know, with a three thousand nine five seven, you know, after her name where it's you know, that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Or the person that created the burner is so excited about it they they follow it themselves. I've seen that before too. I'm such a boomer.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to find one here. There's a really there was a really wacky one here. where uh but they actually like used a name or something like that. But uh, somebody
6: accusing me of having a lot of sex spots. Follow that is not true. Real people following me. Real human beings with uh, real emotions.
2: Yeah, I can't find the really, real sexual desires. The really wacky one. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was like this person had this person had zero. It was like following zero with two followers. <laughs> like who are these two people? And some we people were saying, "Oh, it's a bot following this person." Yeah. It's like wow. <laughs> cool. You got two you got two robots following you.
6: Yeah, they can't give us an edit feature actually. in the Can't give us an edit feature in the damn thing, but they can do, you know, that sort of I don't you, want you, an you, edit
2: feature. I'm I'm fine why? with all of this. And and all these people saying you should you should disallow comments. Why? Go ahead and comment. I don't care. Yeah, you do. No, actually, bit. I don't. I got plenty. You do. better things to do. But I did. I did uh, this morning. I was. I was. Uh, I was looking through my thing, and it was just a bunch of people writing stupid stuff. So I actually did. I did have to respond to some of these people. I had one guy. I had one guy that was mad that I said, "If you believe that I am paid by AEW, then you are an idiot." And this guy got mad that I called him an idiot, while at the same time demanding proof that I wasn't paid by aw
6: i love how you said explain yourself i
2: love it (laughs) back in a moment observer live Tech that leaves my hands free during my work day and my workout.
1: It's possible with Staples Connect. I need tech for my home office that makes it easier to work from home. Also possible because Staples Connect has the innovative tech and tools you need to take on the future of work. And now Apple AirPods Pro are only $199. You save $50. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or StaplesConnect.com. Staples Connect, the Working and Learning Store, ends 1016 limit 2 while supplies last.
3: The double Play! It's baseball season and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success like a jersey, a power recliner and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Yeah. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation.
5: 1759.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Well, let's get into this Raw report, everybody. You guys like Raw? Hey, hey, it's a bad show. So it opened up with a segment with Drew McIntyre and Big E talking about their match at Crown Jewel. And it was actually all right. They they argued back and forth. And, you know, Drew made the point that this, this, uh, this Big E won the title and the fans cheered and they went crazy. And it was a moment he'd never forget. I never got that moment, Drew said, because he won the title in an empty building. And so he wants his championship. And out came the Usos because it is it is that time between the draft and crown jewels and Survivor Series where everyone's just going to be on every show. Which, ironically, will make the shows more exciting in theory. Although it didn't on this show. And then they're going to go back to split brands. But anyway, we got a tag team match signed for the main event tonight. We add... Kofi and Xavier doing a promo where this this uh, Kevin Patrick bloke says, Hey, if you guys square off, who's going to win? What a great question, Kevin Patrick. They laughed at him. Xavier Woods defeated Ricochet, as is the case on SmackDown. If you are a man wrestling in the King of the Ring tournament, you will get 10 minutes of wrestling action in your tournament match. However, if you're a woman, at best, literally at best... You will get three minutes. Usually you will get one in the Queen's Crown Tournament. They went ten minutes. It was a good match. Woods beat him with the springboard elbow. He moves on to the next round. We had Riddle trying to talk Randy Orton into helping him after Riddle had foolishly challenged Omas for later. Orton said, bro, you're on your own. And Riddle figured, he was disappointed, but he figured that Randy Was messing with him and would come out to help him later. He was wrong. Do you guys know, by the way, Miz on Dancing with the Stars, his partner's name is Whitney? Are you absolutely kidding me? Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin beat Ali and Mansoor in one minute. The highlight of the match was one of the announcers going, I really wish we could get a backstory on why Cedric and Shelton are back together again. (laughs) (laughs) We never got it. They won, and then Ali turned on Mansoor. Because we're going to Saudi Arabia. And instead of Mustafa Ali and Mansoor winning the tag team championships, instead they're going to feud. Because of course they are. Shayna Baszler faced Dana Brooke. Yeah, same match from last week, where Shayna destroyed her and almost injured her. Someone's bright idea was, let's put them in this Queen's Crown tournament against each other. Shayna killed her in one minute and moves on to the next round. We had an insufferable segment with Omos and Riddle. Riddle comes out, and he talks, 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 and he talks. AJ's like, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to stall, so Orton's going to come out. Well, he's not going to come out. Ring the bell. The match goes two minutes. Of that two minutes, Omos chokes lambs and kills Riddle. But before he pins him, AJ wants him to do a roundhouse karate kick on Riddle. He does a bad kick, they show a replay, they show a slow motion replay, and then AJ's finally like pin the guy. So Omos gives him the choke bomb and pins him. At which point, uh Randy Orton showed up and laid out AJ with a with an RKO. Where where was Orton earlier? I'm not a very nice friend. You were gonna come out at the end, but after your buddy had been mutilated by Omos, he's either scared or I don't know what it, this storyline sucks, and Young it went boys on. Learn. It went on forever. We had a McIntyre Biggie agreement to get along. Yeah, we had a Lashley promo. This poor guy, he's got no MVP. He's got nobody to talk for him. He's got to do all the talking himself. They can't just let the guy come out and say, "Last week Goldberg said that he was going to literally kill me," but you can't beat the Almighty, and you can't kill the Almighty. Drop the mic and leave. No, he's got to talk and talk and talk. And the fans are chanting, what? What? And he has to talk and he's dying out there. And then finally he says, you can't kill the almighty. I felt bad for the guy. It was just every, it's, it's classic. Let's accentuate his weaknesses and downplay his strengths. Ah, oh, great. Sasha does a promo backstage. Austin Theory beat Jeff Hardy in two minutes. Dude, they had a two-minute match, and they still had the 24-7 geeks run in and do a whole bunch of spots in the middle of this match. There was a chin lock and 24-7 geeks running in in a two-minute match. And then Theory rolls up the guy and pins him. It's supposed to be like a big upset, but, I mean, God, how could you care?
6: Dude, didn't even beat him with his move. Did not even beat him with no, his he move. he rolled him and, up. I don't know if they They're going to be changing out because a lot of people use, you get the RKO and all that stuff. They want him to do something besides his TKO or whatever he calls it. But, I mean, to have him win with a roll-up in two minutes against Jeff Hardy, who was just running around with those geeks not all that long ago, come on, man. Do we really need this to be a a long you know, three-, four-week program? We don't. We just need Austin Theory to get wins
2: and look good. We had the King of the Ring match with Jinder and Kofi. So Kofi and Woods, I would presume, are not breaking up anytime soon. So if they're going to be a babyface tag team for the foreseeable future, you have one opportunity to book the match between Kofi and Xavier Woods in the King of the Ring tournament. But no, Jinder Mahal defeated Kofi Kingston, so it will be Xavier versus Jinder in the next round. The match was... Fine, I would say. It was fine. Becky did a promo. Third hour. We had the absolute dirt worst bottom of the barrel segment with the women. It's supposed to be Charlotte and Becky who hate each other against Bianca and Sasha who hate each other. Well, they hate each other. And so before the bell even rings, they brawl and 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 they brawl. they brawl they brawl. They send out the geeks to break them up. But then Sonia Deville and Adam Pearce come out and they say, "We we promised a match tonight, damn it, so we're going to do it after the break." So they go to the break and now they're wrestling. But they all hate each other, and so Bianca and Sasha end up fighting outside the ring, and Charlotte and Becky end up fighting, and so they just call for the double DQ where's Adam Pearce and Sasha to say, damn it, we promised this match. We're going to do it. No. They were like, whatever. And so that's the build to Crown Jewel. When this was over, I didn't want to see that match. I didn't want to see any combination of these women. I don't want to ever see them again. This was a classic storyline where they booked an angle that made me care less about the match and not want to see the match or anybody involved in the match. Bad booking. Dudrop faced Natalia in the longest match in the Queen's Crown tournament. They got three minutes, and then Dewdrop won. She will face Shayna Baszler. I would have to go back and check, but somebody told me that the uh, the Hikaru Shida match on Dynamite last Wednesday, that single match was longer than every match in the Queen's Crown tournament thus far. I'm combined. sure you're stunned. Rhea Ripley on her birthday got to do a short backstage segment with Nikki Ash and John Morrison and was never seen again here on this program. Once again, Patrick was talking to uh, uh, Ali and Mansoor. Ali ends up jumping Mansour and beating him up all because of Kevin Patrick, by the way. So now they will be facing each other at the pay-per-view. So it's one thing when you do the partners can't get along storyline but they did it twice on one show. And they didn't even do one in the open of the show. And then two and a half hours later, they do the other one. No, my friends. They had a women's match where the women could not get along. And then 30 minutes later, they did a match where the men could not get along. It's Biggie and Drew against the Usos. Biggie and Drew agreed to get along. Of course, they could not get along. They do a bunch of blind tags and such. They get angry at each other. They fight outside the ring, and they are both counted out of the ring. Well, I mentioned this show sucked, like they worked hard, but, I mean, you worked hard for 15 minutes, and then we got an awful, horrible finish. So with this show, Quality, the Competition, I expect this show to do a horrible number, which we will get in 11 minutes.
6: And apparently the Ravens-Colts game was one-sided, I guess, early. I didn't see really a whole lot of it, but then ends up with a thrilling Ravens overtime victory. So if that was marching on as Raw was going off the air, they, they probably lost some people there. Certainly probably after the women's match if people were done there, but... You know, there's layers to what you're talking about because it's not just those two situations that you've brought up on 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 the show. Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston, obviously, that's a, a cuter little tease with with Patrick doing that. But still, there's tension in the team. What happens if they if they both win? Alexander and Benjamin are back together after they had broken up for no reason, and they're facing Ali and Mansoor, who then broke up. Then there was Shayna Baszler against Dana Brooke and Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax just had a a breakup. Almost in AJ Styles or the, the obviously with Riddle and Orton, they're the wacky teams, but even Orton and Riddle, there's tension there between the two of them that at some point is probably going to leave, you know, Riddle laying out with an with an RKO. Theory and Hardy happened, that was what it was mentioned what I thought about that. You know, uh, Mahal beating Kofi I guess, King Ginder or King Xavier, I, I don't know. I don't care. I, I really, really don't. I guess that could be something you could do if you want to jumpstart start, jump gender-moving brands, I guess. You could do something with that, and he kicks Veer out, or who the hell knows what you want to do. And then you have the women's situation, which is what it is with the partners. So it's like another time where, number one, the show books itself as it goes along because it's The Muppet Show, And you know, or at least at the very least, a scattered, bad, weird variety show, and then you're you're not when. You Have Flair and Lynch and Belair and Banks, and you have that level of talent and that level of star power, and that's all you do with it. And then you repeat that with the main event angle. It's just everybody's either an idiot on this show, they have no friends, their friends don't really like them, they're partners, but they're weird partners, and they're probably going to break up. And if you have a friend, you're probably being way too weird with your friends. So it's like, I again, there are times where this show is like, I understand with NXT where it's easy to say, who the hell does this show, you know, uh, appeal to? Raw is uh, just an amazing with that. For over three hours, on top of the fact that Chucky sucks, too.
2: Well, let's talk about NXT tonight. I've been told that uh, I must plug NXT, so I'm going to go to the front page.
6: Are you getting paid by uh, NXT now? you a 2.0 guy?
2: WWE.com. This is what is previewed for tonight's NXT on WWE.com. Perhaps there's more hidden somewhere on the in the dark web. On the IG. But on this very bright web right here, the NXT 2.0 page, <laughs> which looks like my youngest daughter, Hanalei, got a hold of the crayons again. We got Swerve Scott versus Santos Escobar for the NXT North American title. We have Ciampa versus Joe Gacy. Where if Joe Gacy wins, it's a three way at Halloween Havoc with Braun Breaker. We have Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. Versus Pete Dunne and Ridge Holland. That is all that is advertised on the NXT page. But there is one other thing that I just... I howled when I saw this. So there's a a thing here. And it says, Photos. Don't miss amazing images from the latest NXT 2.0. The image they use is Ikamin Jiro in a jacket with his own face on it. Facing Joe Gacy in street clothes.
5: That's 855-325-1780. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? Pet Joy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want just let us know and we'll make it right totally risk free what do you have to lose you can't buy pet joy multivitamins in a store the only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer and if you call right now learn how to get two bottles free with your order turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper ain't that right boy he said call pet joy right now 800-846-2153 Eight hundred eight four six two one five three. Eight hundred eight four six two one five three. That's eight hundred eight four six twenty one fifty three.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I've been alerted. This must be somewhere, somehow, somewhere on the internet, somewhere. Yes? Ivy of the Diamond Mine will debut tonight. Oh. And we'll see how she does. She does have an MMA background which is what is in storyline needed in the diamond mind. Diamond mine. Oh, it's called the diamond mind. Diamond mine. The diamond mine. It's a place where you mine diamonds. Yes. That's what it is. Sweet, sweet, sweet. We're going to see if she is a diamond in the rough tonight on NXT.
6: Malcolm Bivens putting the big squeeze on everybody. Will you Recline all stop pressure. asking who?
2: I told you. Ivy of the Diamond Mine. Ivy Nile. Ivy well, I will Nile. Say this. Pay attention, people. Jimmy Christmas. She looks good. like you know watch NXT
6: or something. <laughs> a, yeah. I mean, she she looks good standing there. A unique look. I mean, it's one of the cooler names that I guess they could come up with uh, compared to some of the ones they have, like Vaughn Wagner. But uh, yeah, this will be interesting considering that, again, you have somebody that's going to be on TV, with, to my knowledge, with very limited wrestling training.
2: To be fair, I asked who as well. But now I know. Now I know. I would have known. I would have known. I've seen her, but I didn't know that that was her name. Yes. Dude, maybe I she'll be know. awesome. I don't know. I don't
6: know.
2: Maybe she'll be the. Maybe she'll be a female Minoru Suzuki. I'd be down with that. Hell yeah. Of course, if she Man. was, she ain't doing that in NXT.
6: Bro, Minoru Suzuki smacking
2: people in right in front of you. Scared for my life. If they make her do a spot where she drops into the splits, I'm going to be so mad. That's going to be, that's going to be all I talk about on the show tomorrow. We're out of time. I want to thank you all for listening here today. Hopefully Mike is better in the morning. Maybe. Hopefully my timeline improves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're out of time. Thanks, Twitch homies. We'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.